part five chapter twenty three a of a vital question or what is to be done by nikolai chernyshevsky translated by nathan haskell dole eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five and others this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter five new people and the finale chapter twenty three a they live gaily and cordially they work and they rest they enjoy life and look forward to the future if not without thought yet with a firm and substantial assurance that the further they go the better it will be thus passed with them the time of the third year and last year and thus the present year is passing and the winter of the present year is almost past the snow has begun to melt and vira pavlovna inquired there will be one more frosty day yet won't there so that we can have another winter picnic and nobody could answer her but one day passes after another growing warmer and warmer and every day the probability of a winter picnic grew less but lo at last when hope was lost a snowstorm came such as we have in midwinter without warmth but with a fine gentle frost the sky became bright it will be a splendid evening picnic the picnic hurry up don't stop for the rest a little one without formality two sleighs dashed away that evening one was filled with talk and jokes but the other was really beyond control as soon as they left town they sang with all their voices and this was what they sang from the gate the maiden went from the gate of maple bent hurried from the new-made gate with its new-made checkered grate angry as my batyushka has no mercy on his daughter will not let me wander late with the young lad gaily wait yet i do not heed my sire but will sport to heart's content the idea of singing such a song is that all some of the time they go slow and drop a quarter of a verse behind and then suddenly they catch up with the others and race they dash by with shouts and screams of laughter and after they have passed them they fling snowballs at the gay but not riotous sleigh the more decorous sleighful after two or three such insults determine to defend themselves they let the riotous sleigh get ahead of them they collected handfuls of new-fallen snow as secretly as possible so that the riotous sleigh might not discover them when the riotous sleigh slowed up again and fell behind the decorous sleigh was creeping along stealthily and gave no sign that they had procured weapons and when the riotous sleigh bore down upon them again with shouts and shrieks the decorous sleigh offered most unexpectedly a brave defence but what does this mean the riotous sleigh turns out to the right even across gutters they don't care for anything they dash by a distance of a few rods yes she must have suspected something she has taken the reins herself she is standing up and driving says the decorous sleigh no no we'll catch up with them and pay them back it is a desperate race will they overtake them or not we shall says the decorous sleigh with enthusiasm no it cries in despair then with new enthusiasm says yes we shall they are gaining on us says the riotous sleigh in despair they won't catch up with us it says in enthusiasm will they catch us or not in the decorous sleigh were seated the kirsanovs and beaumont in the riotous sleigh were four young men and one lady and it was she who was the ringleader in the riotous sleigh your health mesdames and messieurs we are very glad to see you again she says from the platform of the factory stairs gentlemen help the ladies out of the sleigh she adds addressing her companions hurry up hurry up into the parlours the cold has reddened all their cheeks how do you do you dear old man 
he isn't an old man at all katerina vasilievna what made you tell me that he was old he will be flirting with me next thing will you do it you dear little old man asked the lady of the riotous sleigh i will says polozov delighted because she gently caressed his grey whiskers children will you let him flirt with me of course we will says one of the young men no no say the three others but why is the lady of the riotous sleigh dressed all in black is it morning or caprice oh dear me i am tired she said throwing herself on the turkish divan which occupied the whole length of the side of the parlour children more cushions not for me alone but i think the other ladies are tired yes you have tired us all out says katerina vasilievna the race with you over the rough road broke me all up says vira pavlovna it was a good thing that there was only one more visit to the factory added katerina vasilievna they both settled themselves on the divan among the cushions in weariness you weren't sharp enough you can't have had much practice in racing you ought to have stood up as i did then the ups and downs amount to nothing even we are rather tired says beaumont to kirsdnof they sat down by their wives kirsdnof threw his arm around vira pavlovna beaumont took katerina vasilievna's hand it was an idyllic picture it is pleasant to see happy unions but a shadow crossed the face of the lady in mourning for one moment so that none except one of her young companions noticed it he went to the window and began to study the arabesques made by the frost on the glass mesdames your stories are very interesting but i can't hear what you say all i know is that they are very pathetic but that they end happily i like that but where is my dear little old man he is busy about the house he is getting lunch ready this always amuses him said katerina vasilievna well in that case god be with him tell me your story please but briefly i like to be told things in few words i shall relate very briefly says vira pavlovna let me begin when it is the other's turn let them tell theirs but i will tell you beforehand that there are secrets at the end of my story well then we'll drive out these gentlemen or perhaps it would be better to drive them out now no now they can listen vira pavlovna began her story ha 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 this sweet julie i love her dearly and she throws herself down on her knees and she carries on and behaves herself terribly she is lovely bravo vira pavlovna i am going to jump out of the window bravo gentlemen the lady in mourning clapped her hands at this command the young people applauded deafeningly with shouts of hurrah and bravo what's got into you what's got into you said katerina vasilievna in a fright two or three minutes later no it's nothing much it'll pass give me a glass of water don't bother yourself mosolov is bringing me some thank you mosolov she took the water brought her by her young companion who had been standing by the window do you see how i have taught him he knows everything beforehand now i feel all well again go ahead please i'm listening no but i am tired she said five minutes later calmly getting up from the divan i must have a nap for an hour or so you see i am going without any ceremony come mosolov let us find the dear little old man he will give me a place excuse me why shouldn't i do it asked katerina vasilievna is it worth while to trouble you are you going to give us up entirely asked one of the young men taking a tragical pose if we had foreseen it we should have brought daggers with us but now we have nothing to stab ourselves with when lunch is ready we will take the forks for daggers shouted another with the enthusiasm of unexpected salvation oh no i do not want the hope of our fatherland should be prematurely destroyed 
said the lady in mourning in the same excess of enthusiasm be consoled my children mosulov put the small cushion on the table mosulov put the cushion on the table the lady in mourning was standing by the table in a graceful position and slowly dropped her hand to the cushion the young folks kissed her hand katerina vasilyevna went to find a room for the weary guest poor girl said the three young men who had been with her in the shop with one accord when she left the parlour she is a brave woman said the three young men i should say she was said mosulov with a sense of satisfaction have you known her long three years do you know her well yes don't be disturbed he added addressing those who were in the sleigh it's only because she is tired vera pavlovna exchanged significant glances with her husband and beaumont and shook her head it's absurd to say she is tired said kirsdnof i assure you she is tired that's all she will fall asleep and it will all pass repeated mosulov in a calm and indifferent tone in ten minutes katerina vasilyevna came back how is she asked six voices mosulov did not ask she went to bed and shut her eyes and now she must be asleep i told you so said mosulov it's a mere trifle still i am sorry for her said katerina vasilyevna we will watch her by turns you and i virotchka and charlie and sasha don't let this interfere with our fun said mosulov we can dance and shout and sing she sleeps very sound if she sleeps if it is a mere trifle then what does it mean the disturbing impression caused for quarter of an hour by the lady in mourning vanished and was forgotten not absolutely but almost the party even in her absence little by little took the character of all the similar parties which had been held during the winter and it became gay gay but not without restraint at least the ladies half a dozen times exchanged looks of serious solemnity twice vera pavlovna whispered stealthily sasha suppose something of this sort should happen to me kirsdnof the first time could not find an answer but the second time he succeeded no vera nothing of this sort could happen to you cannot are you sure yes and katerina vasilyevna twice whispered to her husband stealthily charlie this could not happen to me could it the first time beaumont only smiled not gaily and not reassuringly the second time he also succeeded in saying by all probability it could not and these were only occasional echoes and then only at first but for the most part the evening was spent gaily in half an hour it was quite gay they talked played sang she is sound asleep says mosulov and he takes the lead and really it was impossible to disturb her the room where she was lying down was a long way from the parlour separated by three rooms a corridor and a flight of stairs and then another room it was at the further end of the apartment and so the evening was a great success the young folks as usual either joined the others or were by themselves beaumont joined them a couple of times a couple of times vera pavlovna would draw him from them and their serious conversation they talked a great deal but there was after all very little serious discussion all were sitting together well what was the result was it good or bad asked one of the young men who had taken the tragical attitude she is rather worse than better said vera pavlovna what do you mean virotchka asked katerina vasilyevna at all events it is unavoidable in life said beaumont it is an inevitable fate said kirsdnof in affirmation it is an excellently bad thing consequently it is excellent said the one who asked the other three young fellows nodded their heads and said 
bravo nikitin end of part five chapter twenty three a recording by expatriate in bangor maine